you got to get clear on what you want. And yeah, and you might not have a Super Bowl, you might not have a championship, but as yeah. but that's why my favorite question to anybody at any point in time during the year, yeah, what is the best year ever look like to you? What does a successful year look like to you? Yeah, what would you winning the year look like? And if you don't know that, it's really difficult to do all these other things. And we're back on the Better You Blueprint. Curtis, how are you? I'm good, man. How are you? Good. I caught you in mid-sip like I love to start these episodes with. Yeah. Um, it's good to see you, man. Really pumped up, like yeah. we always are, which is which is, it's just fun. I, don't, I, I, I know we say that all the time, but I want yeah. people to know how much we enjoy this. We I know. It's, it's, it is a very selfish practice. Like, I'm happy we share it, yeah. but uh, yeah. at this point... No matter how many listeners we have, I really am. I mean, yeah. this is still just a fun conversation to have. Absolutely. And what people don't realize about you and I is like our relationship was built on deep conversations. Yeah. It, it was built just like this. And this is what we love to do. And, and as much as like we're doing this because we have episodes that we've promised and we want to, to come out. And so yeah. like this, to me, this is like the best hangout ever. Like this is what I want to be doing anyway. I know. We do get a lot out of this. I was like, I always go back and forth of like... uh like, you know, when I tell them, like, we, we got to make a point to hang out right, or we're not right, doing right, this. Right, but it's right. not like this is hard. So it's I not know. like I'm like, we get together and we're like grinding like, it out. I know. Yeah, it's, it's I know. like, oh, it's fun. And out. like, we get to hang out in between and like, yeah, yeah I feel like, it's like we talk about them. I feel yeah. like our girls get the brunt of like the not group hangout that we're like, yeah, we're like yeah, yo, yeah. just kicked it with it. I know, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. We'll be better. Yeah. All right. Today, talking, talking high performers here. And, and this is something I've, that means something different to everybody, right? Yeah. It could be athlete, it could be performance, it could be at work, it could be in your relationships, it could be in your business. Like, like I think everybody, hopefully, a lot of people who listen here are probably striving to be high performers, right? They want to perform yeah. better, like high performance. I yes, love please. that. Yeah, it's something I've studied for a while. I love it. I'm like obsessed with learning about people and I'll study everything from like the best uh, figure skater to the best basketball player to yeah. the best investor. Like I love just learning about people who are really good at high stuff. Perform- yeah, high performance. Because there's got to, I mean, there does have to be, well, duh, consistent characteristics, right? Like, yeah. There's got to be patterns. Yeah. We should cover those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's Welcome do it. to this episode. So we're going to cover today the six skills of all high performers. And, and and again, this is everything I've learned, studied. This is what this is what I've come up with. And you so did there's this, probably more, but. You did this on an Instagram Live. I did. I remember, this was like early, and I was. Yeah, this was, might have been September, like last September. Yeah. A while ago, Gosh, months so ago. long ago. Yeah, it, well, <laughs> it was like forever. A, was a long time ago, but it was. Uh, I remember you. You were on there and you yeah. commented like you loved this one, and it was something I was like, "Hey, let's let's bring this to to this platform here." Yeah, because you definitely like as we go through these. There's there's characteristics that I witnessed, um, not necessarily that I personally have, but yeah. that I've yeah. I've seen in action, and I was like, "Huh," I never really identified that until. I was listening to what you were saying. So then, but it made it so clear for me. And I was like, oh, that totally shifted my focus. Yeah. I love this because it's a good reminder to myself. So let's kick it off. Number one, number one skill of all high performers. And when I say high performers, like, but well, yeah, everything. It, it, it's everything. It's everything. What so, are you doing if you're good at that high right, performer? <laughs> right. Number one is brutal self awareness and honesty. Yeah. Brutal self-awareness and honesty. And and I summarize this as far as like you can't – it's going to be very hard to be a high performer if you're lying to yourself about the work you're putting in yeah. or if you're lying to yourself about the outcomes you're getting. 
Okay. If you're sugarcoating things, like, I, you know, trust me, I'm a big like glass half full, right? Like yeah, find the yeah, find yeah. the good parts, but you 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 can't lie your way through bad work ethic, yeah. right? You have to be brutal honesty about what's going well, and you got to be brutally honest about the things that are going poorly. And I feel like that actually is probably weighted a little heavily. And you got to be honest with yourself about what's not going right, what you're not doing, and what's not happening. I think the best way that I just recently heard this phrase, oops, another Rob Jerdick shout out. Yeah. On his, on, it was like some reel that he put out, but it was he was like, all of the most successful people, they're like, or he was saying something like, to be successful, your primary goal and like search should only be for clarity. Oh, I saw that too. Yeah, right? Because it was like the, and then he's like, because clarity gives you the belief and then it gives you the like willingness to like go against when people are not believing yeah. it. So I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. that's so true. And yeah. the, and the, so my other question to this, that was a statement. This is a question was, uh, how do you kind of tiptoe the line on brutal honesty and like, not self-deprecation but like self-defeating where you're like oh you're being a little too tough because i i do think that like you really do have to be like you said yeah and i believe in it brutally honest it is not kind of honest it is not some version of the truth it's not always going to be fun hey what did i want what actually happened yeah did it feel good it's okay for it not to feel good it's a yes like it's like you've said, that it's statement important. is very important. That it's not, it's okay that it doesn't feel good. Yeah. And you need to be okay with that, right? Go back to one of our previous episodes on mental toughness. Yeah. Right. Go back to the one on feedback. Like all of these build up to be a high performer, right? They're all catalysts to, to becoming this person. Right. So, yeah, you, you just need to also surround yourself with people who can be, be brutally honest. And that's yeah. a two way street. Yeah. You can't be brutally honest with me if I cut you off or, or, don't re- or, react or don't to my or don't well. uh, don't yeah. uh, don't absorb it well, right? It's like so you got to surround yourself with people on your team who are going to be really <laughs> honest with you. But I, I just think, what? I was just like, I'm like, if you apply the my question to that, like, how do you draw the line between when they're just talking shit to you? Yeah, and, yeah, right, like, right. Well, everybody's just blasting each other. You're I, like, you know, <laughs> I think, yeah, I think we know, like, constructive, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, it's for like sure. constructive. It's like. Do, are, are you telling me that because you don't like me or are you telling me this for the betterment of the progress? Yeah, which I really think it's like, is the outcome of their feedback solution-oriented? Exactly. Or is it, or is it like, you suck, that's the problem. Yeah, you're the problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So number one was, was brutal self-awareness and honesty. Number two skill of high performers is delayed gratification. Oof. And I think this is a big one. And I'm going to reference something you talked about in – in a, in a previous episode is is easy decisions hard life hard decisions easy life yeah is what is that's delayed gratification in four words or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever more words but it's okay choosing uncomfortable now for for great later okay so I, I think the better you can learn that the better you're going to be because it's really difficult to be a high performer if you are choosing the the easy comfortable road at all times what was that i was just um i was just listening to atomic habits and i was like tactically he he talks about um james clear book great book yes it's very good i listened to it while i was just hammering away in the yard this weekend yeah um but he talked about the 
the like way that I want to say like biologically we're wired the sh- the short term gratification if you don't have a plan or can't see yeah. the long term goal yeah. will win yeah so it's like who was it was like he um has his assistant change his social media passwords during the week like every week uh-huh. they his assistant changes it and then on Friday they send him the updated password and he has it for the weekend and then it gets changed no again. Way. And he's, and he, he was like, I made that decision. Yeah. Um, that's, that's awesome. during the weekend, like the benefit of yeah making that hard choice when you're clear headed and like, not, not waiting till that moment of like, yes. Ooh, I, I'm, I hope the long term. And then he talked about the, the other one was great was money was like, what he was like, if you're trying to save money, well, not spending money doesn't uh, register enough for you as yes. like what the long-term goal is. So take the money and move it physically to the savings account. Like in that yeah. moment when you don't spend it, take yeah. it and move it. I, I've even heard even put it in a jar. Okay. Put, it in, put it in a jar in front of you. So like you literally see the money Watch you save yeah. as opposed to being like, I'm not getting food from Grubhub. Yeah. Like yeah. That's, that, there's nothing rewarding about that. Yeah. So I... You, you. I hope everybody heard that. Listen to that back because the delayed gratification works so much better and easier if you know what the gratification is going is, to be eventually. Yeah. Right? I'm saving money for a house. Yeah. I'm saving money so that I can get out of debt. Right. I'm whatever, whatever it is. But and you can make that connection in that moment. Making that connection, but I mean, high performance in all areas. I mean, just think something simple like health. Yeah. Right. It's like. You know, we we make a lot of delayed gratifications. Doesn't mean they all have to be, no. but I think if you want to be healthy long term, you're probably making more. Well, and yeah, and just same thing. High high performance in general yeah. long term is like you, yeah, delayed gratification because it doesn't have to be forever. It could be a week down the road. It well, could be an hour down the road. And I think the important thing is what that does for you is like primes you for the moments when like you won't have the opportunity to choose gratification now or not. Yes. So it's like you're, you're trouble. You're building for the time when you are going to have to grind it out and you're right. going to have to work. Right. Right. Which goes back to yeah. yeah, what you were talking about. Yeah. That was awesome. Okay. So, all right. So that was the number two skill. Number three skill of all high performers is complain less, solve more. Oh man. Complain less, yeah. solve more. And, and, I believe that high performers, their their complaint train is pretty short, right? Yeah, yeah. The complaint train is pretty short, meaning th- you're gonna things are gonna piss you off. It's not like you're in, incapable of feeling that, but it's yeah. like it's how quickly can you turn around at the bounce back? It's yeah. the bounce back feeling, right? And I think of high performers, and I and I hope somebody, I hope when you're listening to this, you have somebody in mind. Because For I think sure. this will all just connect so much better if you think of somebody like right. I just read a huge article on on Steph Curry. Okay, right, he's coming to mind right now. Yeah, right, high performer, great basketball player, in his prime, he's just crushing it. Yeah, and I just think about like complain less, solve more. Like, you miss a couple shots, it's like take his take another shot as quickly as you can. Right, like complain, yeah. forget that, get back to it. Huge benefit of of playing sports is is the the you, you really don't have an option. If, right. If you get hung in that spot, you're, right, your game's gone. Right, exactly. You got you got to yeah. you got to overcome that. So focus on solutions and and moving forward. 
And sometimes that takes pausing. Yeah. But it's but it's the idea of that pause to move forward. We just want to prevent ourselves from going backwards. How do you um uh, how do you impart that ideology or use that in real time around people? Like if you're in a situation where you're like somebody's jumping on the complaint train like how do you like i'm yeah. sharp with it and i actually am like uh yeah a little bit too sarcastic for yeah, sure yeah 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 like yeah. i always i always reference the like <laughs> did you ever watch the fire festival uh documentaries? Yes. <laughs> yeah yes. right like we are like there's like a clip of him in like a like a board meeting and everybody's pretty much telling him like how it's gonna go wrong yeah and his one response and like multiple people reference him saying it was like we are a solutions based group yeah and i'm like it's true right I mean, and look right. how far he got well yeah i mean he <laughs> people flew out that's, yeah that's, uh, yeah yes. I know. That's yeah a, that's, that's that's my sarcastic but but it's the truth it works but you're so right with that it's well, when I do it with people, a lot of times it's like, that's not the time. And I'm going to put on my coach hat for a second is that's not the time for me to give them the answer. Right. A lot of yeah. coaching is not giving them the answer. A lot of my is like, it's question based. Yeah. All right. So that happened. How do you feel? Right. Like what, what is it doing for you? And then it's like, God bless you. What is the thing that you, okay. So how do we still get to the outcome? Right. Like let them tell you the solution. Let them, let them correct their own ship. That doesn't fire you up when you're like, oh, no, of course. Like, it's kind of like, it's it's almost like with my, my nieces, right? And they do something. It's like, yeah, I can yeah. just freaking put that for, together for you yeah. so much faster. But it's like they need to learn. Yeah. So It's some, crucial it's, for, to let them. It's, it is. Yeah. So it's important for them to. And also <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you just need to be a reflection of their complaining. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so let me just hear you right. So this is the problem. You cannot do anything about it. You're totally stuck. You're so, so should we stop? It's, should it, we end? It's you interesting know? how powerful that is, right? It the, is. The and they're like, well, that start, sounds terrible. Sound, when yeah. you say it, it sounds stupid. You're like, yeah, <laughs> that's right. It does. But we, for us to be a high performer, we have to understand that challenges are opportunities for lessons. Yeah. Challenges, you know, setbacks, opportunity for comebacks. Right. Right. Learning that, 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 that follow through process there. So. Number three was complain less, solve more. Number four is track and measure. High performers track and measure. They track and measure because if we can't track and measure, we can't guarantee growth. Yeah. We want organized growth. And organized means like we want to be structured. We want to make sure we're under, everything's in control. Yeah. But with tracking and measure, think of any area in your life that has gotten better over the last couple of years, right? Probably not by accident. There was probably some sort of measuring, some sort of tracking, some sort, or, or like, let me not just say, not randomly got better, something you wanted to get better, right? You wanted to get better at something, work, business, life, something. I need so much help with this. Like, it's, I, I can, I fall into the category of like, I can look back. Yeah. And from the outside, even people around me are like, dude, look how far. You've traveled, yeah, right. In this yeah. short amount of time, like pump the like not pump the brakes, but like, yeah, but like give yourself quit some credit. stressing out, guy. Right. And right. I'm like, well, sometimes we need that. But I and I'm like, those. That that's the tough thing is like goals. I think I'm really good at tracking and measuring the the sphere of five feet around me. I can track yeah. and measure my winds of not hitting snooze. I can yeah, track yeah, and measure. Yeah. It's really hard for me to apply that to 
larger goals or like yeah. I guess more obscure ones when it's like I want to be I don't know and I guess yeah it comes down to you're probably very good at this like breaking it down into just smaller chunks but I'm I'm bad at that stuff well I would argue that you're you're it's it's almost easier sometimes to go to like the daily like if you're tracking daily we can yeah. multiply that out it's sometimes harder for people to go the other way right they think too long term yeah and they don't come back go down to be like well what do i track today to get there yeah right what do i track this week i don't know if i'm getting closer but like we need a track yeah and here's where tracking comes into play tracking and measuring it's accountability yeah it is brutally honest accountability tells you if we're getting better tells you if we're getting worse tells you if we're not making any progress and that way we can change it yeah if we have nothing to go on and we don't know we cannot change the outcome Oh, here's a, this is an interesting, I just thought about this. For me, when the goal is um, more obscure. Yeah. Like when, for me, I'm like always trying to learn new software packages, whatever, for design. But I struggle like and I, I will just enroll in a class and I'll yeah. run through that class. But like I love that about you, by the way. You just, <laughs> just like I'm gonna go just learn. Just classes. Yeah, I'm gonna go learn. <laughs> but the tough thing for me is that I want to be. Do you think there's uh, pitfalls in the style of tracking and measuring? Like, because I think I don't look at the uh, class progression as much. Like I'm like, oh yeah, that's obvious. Like I can obviously do that skill now because I just got showed how to do that exact thing yeah when like what i want to apply that skill to is so so much more broad and like not really planned i'm not using i'm learning things that i'm not using in my day-to-day because i'm like i want to use this but yeah so that's the tough thing for me to stay on those like um the biggest one for me is like the piano like yeah i have the keyboard i have it set up and i like will i'm slowly making the progress towards it but i'm it's tough for me to be consistent because the ideal track and measure for me is like, you know, every two days I'm on it and I'm, yeah. but I find it hard to get motivated around the tracking and measuring or yeah. even just the action yeah. because it's like, well, I'm well, going to make this song for what? Well, the track, well, why That's do you want to learn piano, yeah, right? Yeah, it yeah. goes back to the why. It's like if you're if you're doing so it because you'd be you'd love to sit down in a mall and just start <laughs> ripping ripping piano. Yeah. I mean, that's great, but is that enough to I'm get you to go to viral? Is that enough to get you to practice two two hours on a Tuesday? Right there, it is. So no it's, why it's back to the why? Yeah, yeah, it does go back to that. But but Sorry, you that can was tra- a weird train. no because because track and measuring could be as simple as my two hours every Tuesday. Yeah, and it could be as simple as all right, the next song that's probably in my, that I should practice on is this. And when I can play that song, great. I tracked and measured, got to the point where I can play that song, check it now, what's the next hardest song? You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a great example. That was a great example. So organized growth and accountability all comes into track and measure, but people prevent themselves from being high performers when they avoid tracking and measuring. Oh gosh. It's the biggest thing I think that holds people back is, and, and that's, that's my f- my favorite. Because I'm like, why wouldn't you? Like, it, it's, yeah, it it seems it seems obvious, but it's not obvious. So I'm I don't want to come across like it should be obvious because it wasn't obvious for me for a while until I started doing it and realized like, oh wow, I see how beneficial this is, and I love being that gift to other people, being like, you see the progress or the lack of progress, and that's what I want people to understand. Yeah, tracking and pro- and measuring isn't just this guarantee that it's going to go up. 
Right. But it guarantees us that we can fix so it know. when it's broken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what the point yeah, is. Yeah, how do you have that? Because it's clearly, I mean, for me, it's like when I'm having those conversations with people and I, I can watch them be like, like, yeah, I, like I'm down and I, I want to do this. And then, then I'm like, all right, well, cool. So what are the what are the goals? What are the steps? And they're like, yeah. well, like, I'm just going to do this. And I'm yeah. like. Yeah. So how do you as a coach, when you're hearing that, like, yeah, like kindly yeah. draw them to like, hey, listen, you're trying to escape accountability here. Right, right, right. And like, right. it's very obvious. So yeah. just call a spade a spade. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you got to be brutally honest with somebody. Okay. You got to say like, well, how are we going to know when we get there? Yeah. Or like, how do we know if if that happens? Or how do we know if in, in one month from now, yeah. how are we going to know if you're getting closer to that or further away? And if you can't answer that, then then not only can we not track or measure it, but like we don't know that we don't we don't really know the destination we're going. Right. So okay. we're getting in the car driving somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Right. And that's that's I would probably long story, I would probably talk to them out of that goal. Yeah. <laughs> because like you you haven't proven to me that, that it's worth worth setting that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not just for me. It's not worth you no, haven't proven yeah. it to yourself. Yeah. And I'm probably saving you time. Or or we're gonna ask a bunch of questions and you're gonna convince me and we're going to get really clear on it. And then all of a sudden, it's going to be super clear what you're right, supposed to do. It's yeah, solid. it's solid. Yeah. All right. Number five here is prioritize. Yes. Right? High performers prioritize. And I and I have this kind of in, in brackets here. Organizational and time management skill <sighs> is always in the works, I think. Right? I that's, that's an area of opportunity where you can't... It's to me, it's something we can always get better at. Bro, right? Did, like, did you turn a big corner when you like started working for yourself? Like, was there any one moment that you could feel you're like, ooh, I just like hit a groove with my time management where you're like, yeah. Dialed? And what was that? Well, I will say that it wasn't this planned turn the corner. It was okay. kind of like you turn the corner or you go back and get a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It was, it was you're going to figure this out or you're not. And yeah. there's no way you're a self-employed small, you know, small team company. Yeah. And you don't figure that out. And if, and but the people that I brought in to my team have way better organizational and time management skills than I do. Oh, sick. So Very accountability. Because I know that that's not a strength of mine. So I bring that in, and I have them, you know, keep me accountable in those areas. Because uh. like, you know what? I can go and hit my five workouts a week, no problem. Yeah. But answer the emails and get the email sequence <sighs> out and make sure that all the clients, well, that's the stuff where I'm like, yeah, I need to make sure that I have a due date on all those. Yeah. They have to happen, right? Hey, just get that out sometime this month. Well, it's the 29th, right? It's right. like, oh my gosh. So it's, it's, it's having somebody keep me accountable to that. So prioritize knowing what's important yeah. and then acting accordingly. And when I say prioritize, it's like prioritizing your life. Okay. Not just business, not just the basketball game, not just the something, but Tom Brady, great example, yeah. right? The highest of high performers when it comes to quarterbacking has really built a life around how do I be a better quarterback, Yeah, right? We don't know. Seems like a really good family guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Seems like a great husband. Seems like he does a lot of good things. Got a brand, got a company, got all these great things. If so, right? he still has very much had to have designed his life to achieve those things yes. to be able to operate that way it doesn't seem possible to do it with lost minutes lost seconds you don't have the you have to prioritize because you don't have the time to lose that kind of stuff yeah right so you have to be prioritized because you can't waste hours days weeks no. and be the high performer that you want to be 
So prioritizing, I would say, is the single, the single most important thing that people could get better at. Okay. Because it, to me, if you can get really good at prioritizing, it's going gonna, it's gonna to clear up a lot of things in your life. Yeah. It's going to clear up a lot of time management issues, meaning it's, it's going to get real obvious where you should not be spending time where you currently are. And it's yeah. going to get real obvious where you're not spending enough time. And that goes to all areas of your life. As, get clear on what's important. I was going to say, as the, I know, keep spinning us in a tangent. As the business owner, yeah. How did you, you know, you have to wear a bunch of hats. Yeah. How do you? How did you go into setting your priorities and be like, hey, this is what I'm good at. This is what I'm not going to try and be better at. Great question. Like, because I feel like everybody just tells yeah. you, yo, you got to do it all. So figure it out. And it's like. It's going to sound almost too simple. Make a list of okay. what you love to do in your business and what you hate to do. Yeah, yeah. When you go to outsource something, start with the hate the list. <laughs> it's yeah. right. It's, 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 I know the stuff that I love to do. I don't want to give those up. I can right. always find time for the things I love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the stuff that I hate doing in my business that it's easy for me to not find time. Got it. Find somebody else that yeah. could, that, can create the time, right? Okay. Right. Pay somebody else to go do that. So yeah. that's that's what it comes to that. And and for somebody again, like to flip it on its head. Yeah. Somebody doesn't like to exercise, but they know they need to. You pay the trainer. Now all of a sudden, it's somebody doing do, oh. helping you do it. Right. Yeah. They're not doing it for you, but they're helping you do it by you prioritizing that as as something. Yeah. All right. Number six. Timely decision making. Timely decision-making. This was the one that it I is. believe that you loved the it's most. One of my favorites. And when I say timely decision-making, a couple things is one is making decisions at the right time. Yeah. And this is, you know, in sports, make the pass at the right time. Make the, make the decision at the, make, call the timeout Timing at the right everything. time. It's also in your personal life and your business is like when to pull the trigger on things. Yeah. And where we talked about like this even further is sometimes the best decision that you can possibly make is the quickest one. It's the fast, yeah. And that's the one that that hit home, I think, and and we talked about, but that's that's been really helpful because and I learned this from uh, from studying the Navy SEALs. It's yeah. like you know, you 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 can come and bring these two plans and like the guys like, "Well, you know, these these plans are so in depth, you can talk about you could think about this for months before yeah. you take action." And the guy like makes the decision the next morning and like, "There's no way you could have like gone over all that stuff." And he's like, yeah. "Well, we're choosing plan B." Yeah. And because we're going to find out sooner yeah. if that's not the right plan. Yeah. We're only going to we're not going to find that out sitting here studying. We're going to find that out by going and doing the plan. And I thought that was pretty genius. Yeah, no. This is like I remember you saying this and I had um I have a good friend and a mentor and honestly one of the best leaders guys. Yeah, friend, dad, everything that I've met and when you said this on the Instagram live that day, I will never forget. Like immediately I was like, Oh my gosh, this guy is Steve. Um, he is so ice cold and fast at his decision-making. And I realized I'm like, you know, guys founded a company exited, right? Like, and I, well, I got to work next to him and like, I realized that, is one of the strongest characteristics like yes he studies and he does his work but he did his whole thing to me he always tells me like get out of your head right paralysis by analysis yeah. like he's like hey his his favorite catchphrase is don't worry be crappy you can Ooh, learn like he's that. like you can learn from yeah. what goes wrong yeah, but you, can. you can't learn from sitting here thinking about what might go wrong you, can't, you, can't. Um, you can learn more getting in the game than you can from the sidelines. Yeah, and I realized how much of 
like leadership in general and is is probably like largely based on that like i i've i see now how many people just even in business like don't want don't want the responsibility yeah. of the wrong decision yeah so how important it is to be the guys like listen this goes bad i'll wear it it's all good and yeah. it just frees everybody else up like around you to be like okay cool we're yeah. on it right yeah yeah so it's yeah. crucial. When, when, when the leader makes the decision, yeah. everybody else now has their marching orders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, we're going this direction, yeah. right? And you can always pivot. It's like, yeah. but that's, go back to the question you asked a little while ago about Good. running your own business. Yeah. That was, that was probably more important than even the prioritizing was all of a sudden, nobody, I have, nobody else is making these decisions. Yeah. So if I spend a day, it takes a day. If I spend a week, it takes a week. If I spend a month, if a month goes by and nobody's made that decision because it's going to be on me. Yeah. And what I've started to learn was a month later, I had almost most of the time same amount of info. same amount of information I could have made I could I could have saved myself a month and sped yeah. things up. And then you start doing that, and and yeah, but I don't think about all the mistakes I've made. I think about like how quickly I've pivoted. Yeah, yeah. right. And I would much rather pivot faster than than sit on just no answer, no questions, no, yeah. all that. And I feel yeah, I agree. I feel like the times that I've made calls. The outcome is always like the understanding that um, I could adjust. Like it's yeah. not there. There is no last call. It's only the last call if you don't make another call. Right. Right. All right. Wrap it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We don't have to clap. I'm saying close it out. Oh, okay. But we, call might, we might go a little later. We oh, might, you we might, might. We might need. We might need more than twenty seconds. Okay. Don't. Don't move. Okay. <laughs> Let's, uh, I think I'm going to leave that in of like the, not the clap, the like yeah. calling it like, no, no, you're good. You're good. Yeah. No, we need it. No, we need to keep going. Hey, in case going. I leave this in, everybody, our camera only shoots for 30 <laughs> minutes. So we constantly, uh, especially yeah. when I get long winded. We're going I through. Just, yeah. Yeah. So. We're rolling through. So, all right. So here we are. We're back. I don't even want to say that. <laughs> we're back here. We're on back. That. <laughs> but. Yeah, yeah. The other thing on um, that last one, that, that timely decision-making is I love the line, ready, fire, aim. And that, that kind of sums up everything we were just talking about yeah. where it's, it's, you, you got to fire and then adjust from there. It's yeah. so much easier to adjust once you fired once. Oh yeah. Then it is to just sit there and think and think and think and look and look and look. So, and I think it's, it's, uh, you know, it goes, the goes back to the danger of perfectionism and like just, I think that's something that I'm constantly kind of trying to combat is the, I don't know what that is. Like, I, I wonder if it's um, like social conditioning or the way that I learned. That's just like the fear, like I just don't want to be wrong. Right. And yeah, yeah. Maybe some of it that's it's like, like perfectionism, imp- that, imposter syndrome. It's like, uh, yeah, I don't want, I don't want to say the wrong thing. So I just, it's like, well, it's okay. Like it, you know, if your intent is like progress or moving forward, whatever the the goal is, as long as it's not ill will, I, I think it's it's okay to be wrong. And I think that's that's been the thing that I've like even just on a bunch of personal projects, like seeing the value of just like yeah, you you learn so much more in process than you could ever assume or predict. Like yeah. you you can you can try and outthink it, but like. It's never yeah. gonna go as you planned. I know. 
I know. The plan is never the same plan at the end. Right? Yeah. It's like you got to just, you got to roll with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's big. The, the couple bonus ones out here before I recap were just ability to get into that flow state too. Yeah. You think about high performers, it's, well, if you're prioritizing, you're doing what you're good at, you, you've, um, you, you know like what you're supposed to be doing and how you do it the best and yeah. how you get there. Yeah, yeah. Like, again, I'm thinking athletes, but how much sleep do I need? My pregame meal. The, sure. like, like All those things lead to your flow state. So for you to perform at your best, where do you need to perform your best? Yeah. And what does that look like? And yeah. how do you best prepare for that? That's your flow state. Like when you are doing it and it just feels so good, yeah. whether you're with your people, your family, you're at your business and you're just like, I crushed work today or I gave that, I led my team in such a great way. That's flow state. Yeah. And I just, it's funny because I, I think about that as like, um, you see those extreme examples. You see the Tom Brady's, the Steph Curry's. Um, see anybody who's a high performer. And they really like, they are tuned. Like yeah. the priority is yeah. so clearly yeah. that one thing yeah. that there's no like, it's um, it's like so much conviction. Yeah, like it becomes nobody can really even battle or question it. They're like, it's like they're at your they're at the point where they're so dialed that yeah. nobody even like you wouldn't assume somebody would be like, hey Tom, you want to go yeah. just randomly like do yeah. whatever? You're like, yeah. That's a stupid question, man. Yeah, what, yeah right. You know who what, I am? What are you training for? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So that's a great opportunity for everybody to just get, you got to get clear on what you want. And, yeah. and you might not have a Super Bowl, you might not have a championship, but ask, yeah. but that's why my favorite question to anybody at any point in time during the year, yeah. what does the best year ever look like to you? What does a successful year look like to you? Yeah. What would you winning the year look like? And if you don't know that, it's really difficult to do all these other things. Right. It's um, like, it's like, well, where do we prioritize? Well, it's like, where are we delay gratification? We don't know what the gratification is going to be. Why are we going to delay it? Let's choose comfort. Yeah. 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 You see how it's like, it compounds itself. Oh, so for sure. A lot of this comes back to getting clear. And, and the last little bonus here is passion and love for what they do. It's just easier to be a high performer when you're performing in an area that you love and you're yeah. passionate about. So, I mean, you, like I, I look around and I see some of your works of art here and your, the creations that you've made. And like, I, I know for a fact that you can get into flow state. Oh, like yeah, that you are just in your zone yeah. when you got your tunes, you got your Drake rolling and yeah. you got your thing. Like you got a passion and love for what you do. So like, it's easy for you to high perform really well here. Thanks man. I, like, it's funny because cool. yeah, I've definitely gotten like much clearer about being aware of that. Right. Yeah. Like it's like when, uh, what's one of the like clear markers is like time drifts right yeah, like yeah. you you arrive you like time travel you just right, right, arrive right. at the end of it and you're like yeah, something's you're like, happened oh, was, yeah, 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 yeah right 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 so i i think i've In gotten better at recognizing that um i used to be so focused on it um for sports uh but i feel like in sports it's actually really hard to identify because of the structure of sports like because the stop and go because yeah. of re like it's like yeah, I'm in a flow state in this uh, four second play. Yeah, like how how do I get there? How did I build up? And I've, I I want to say there's I can clearly identify whole games. Yeah, where it happened. Like there's one whole game where it happened. Yeah, and I like gone. Did the, I I yeah. the way that it feels. And I, I look back and I was 
normal high school football game. And just the, the way that that still feels to me is like time didn't exist. And so much happened. Like, yeah, not, not a ton of plays, but like, yeah. My, uh, one of my buddies, Corey camp, he, he did a, I was just recently watched. He did a presentation on like flow state Yeah, and he attributed it to, he had a great example. I think he had a couple examples, but the one that stuck out to me was NBA jam. Okay. If you've ever played NBA Jam, yeah, it's yeah. like you hit three shots in a row, and it's like he's on fire, yeah, and yeah, you yeah. can do ridiculous things. things. Yeah. Like you can dunk from half court, and all of a, it's a video game, but you can do all these crazy things that you can yeah. do when you're in that when Zone. you're on fire. Yeah. Which is flow state, meaning, I think for other people, like you can do sometimes ridiculous things, ridiculous in yeah. a good way when you are hitting that flow and you're doing those things. Like you said, you can work faster, work harder, work, yeah. work more, you concentrate better. So it's finding that flow state is is a really good example. Another one that comes to mind is like like a simple video game example is like Super Mario when like yeah. he hits the star, right? And all right, of a sudden yeah. he can go through anything and run through yeah. everybody and he just go twice as fast. It's like, to me, like that's... The zone, yeah. yeah. And it's not, for everybody, it's not faster, no. For some people, it's just, but it's just getting in that thing. But again, it comes back to passion and love what you do. Yeah, man. So it's a, it. I can, uh, yeah, it's true. I, I can only identify it in the spots where I like. It's retroactive. I think those that becomes the marker for like, do I really love this thing? Is like, does that happen? Because I think, you know, especially in creative work, right? Like, it's the second you make something a job there's inevitably there's things there's times that are harder so there's of times course. that i i can't hit the flow state and it's right. like i do love doing this yeah but like yeah but, but it helps me identify the projects where i'm like oh bro i want to work on more that project passion. like i'm there right yeah. yeah so yeah i love it man let's go back through these three okay. for everybody six skills of high performers one brutal honesty and self-awareness yeah Again, can't lie to yourself about the stuff you're not doing, right? Or are doing. So yeah. brutal self-awareness, honesty. Number two, delayed gratification. Number three, complain less, solve more. Turning solutions, moving forward, turning challenges into lessons. Number four, track and measure. Because it's accountability. You got to know where you want to go. You got to track and measure. It's the only way to know if we're moving in the right direction. Yeah. And and I, I, I feel like I have to throw this in there every time, but it's okay to track and measure if we're not going in the right direction, because if tracking and measuring is going to allow us to change it, it's going to allow us to recalculate, to redirect, right? So that's the importance of it. uh, Number five, prioritize organizational and time management skills, knowing what's important to you and acting accordingly. Yeah. And number six, time management. uh, I'm sorry, timely decision-making. That's the biggest one. Quickly, at the right time, ready, fire, aim, right? Sometimes the best decision is also the quickest. Yeah, make the call. Make the call. Make the call, E. Yeah. <laughs> That's from uh, Entourage. Entourage. Yeah. All right. Six skills of high performers. Hope you guys enjoyed this one. Uh, Curtis, love to share, man. This was awesome. Love doing this. Yeah, man. This is fun. Just do this again sometime. Yeah. We will. You down? Always. On the next episode of The Better you. Blueprint. <laughs>